So I actually want to talk about um, <laughs> um, in, in the um, imposter syndrome or, um, you know, just, just mental health in general, because I think it's, it's important to let other people know that, hey, um, they're not the only ones. And um, it's okay to uh, be you. And, and, you know, really be open about these kind of things because I think uh, the whole world needs to know this stuff. So um, if you don't know me, I am Professor Dave Massack. I'm Associate Professor of Innovation Strategy and Entrepreneurship. And I created this whole reciprocity project to give back as much as I possibly can. There's so many people to help me out that I want to pay the favor for to help you out as much as I possibly can. Um, you know... It's interesting to note that I am this, um, you know, sophisticated, um, I mean, even that, right? Like, I can't even say the fact that I'm, you know, an associate professor. I have tenure at a really good institution um, in a business school. It's incredibly difficult to sort of compete and get in these things, Um, and... You know, I it's it's interesting that I still feel like I don't belong, right? So that's like kind of the fundamental thing with imposter syndrome is that you always feel like an outsider, no matter who you are and what you what you do, right? Um, and I think it's it's part of you know I don't know. That's, that's it's a very micro thing to study, um, you know, micro being sort of psychological thing to study, and I don't study that uh, as much, but I know, you know, some sort of the psychology research, and I know some um, of sociology research, and, and, and I'm probably more, uh, I'm more of a sociologist than a psychologist in terms of what I read and, and do, um, you know, but... This feeling of, you know, especially when you jump social class, um, you know, I, I grew up in a very working class family. Um, you know, my parents did not fit, um, complete high school. My mom did later on in life once I was in uh, university. Um, and, you know, getting through high school, getting to high school, like a high school degree was considered something that was like, really um an amazing accomplishment and it and and it, and it is right like it is a big deal and i don't want to diminish that for most people it is a really big deal um however you know going on and continuing to go on um you know society's changing uh, you know higher education is becoming uh, um you know, I, it's not a prerequisite. I don't believe in education. Any education is like a prerequisite for anything. But, um, you know, it's becoming more increasingly common to see people getting a higher education degree, um, you know, just percentage-wise. And, and there is just, you know, going through all of this and coming from, you know, the background that I came from, um, I've, I've never, ever felt that I've belonged um, in any of these social circumstances. I've never felt that it's been, um, you know, that that I've been part of anything, right? Like that that I am part of, you know, that 
<laughs> Sorry, I was turning on the heater in the car. It's a little chilly out today. It's in December right now. I'm, I live in Florida, but Florida still gets cool. I wouldn't say it's cold, but cool. Um, so, it, you never feel like you quite fit in. And I think part of that has to do with, you know, looking back and, and thinking about this. I didn't really, I did not fit in in high school or I didn't feel like that until especially towards the end um, or, or once once I got to like grade 11, grade 12, things started to click and I think sort of hormones started, um, started to, to diminish and, and I think that this is true for a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I definitely did not feel like I, I fit in um, in high school, I did not have any friends for a few years, um, grade nine, grade 10. It was, it was a really particularly tough time of going from, so my, I, I was in a small public school um, growing up, like 80 students, and then I moved to a high school that had 1,000 students after that, and that transition was, was quite difficult. I didn't have any particular friend or friends for a couple of years um, until I, I found somebody that was pretty awesome um, and, you know, a group that was pretty awesome. And it, until I found that, um, I wandered for a long time and that sort of was a formative years and that sort of framed who I was, um, you know, as kind of an outsider. And, and, and that's okay. That sort of helped me deal later on in life. I think it's kind of a wonderful thing to, to know that, that I can stand on my own two feet and I don't need to rely on anybody. And, and that was actually really, really important. Um, I would never do anything like this. I wouldn't dream of doing it um, if I didn't have that experience where it was like, okay, um, screw them, I'm just going to do it anyways, right, and then have that confidence of doing that. Um, you know, I've always wanted, and this has sort of been part of, uh, um, this is like a super big pull, but I think this is true for a lot of people. I feel like I'm pulled to, um, you know, it's it's almost like a desire, right? Like, it's almost to that point where it's like part of human nature to belong and to move up, not only belong, but like get... Um, affirmation from higher social class and that is deeply rooted um, in me um, in, in you know uh, that's very much deeply rooted in me and and a lot of this the struggles and this is where I want to go is you know I struggled a lot in in public school um, you know I was in special ed for years I think until grade five uh, until things started to settle down, and, and then I got into, you know, they did some tests and stuff like that, and I realized that, or they realized that, that I was doing okay in other areas, but it turns out that, it, um, you know, I had ADHD, but I guess it's ADD with, a, you know, attention deficit disorder, which is, you know, f somewhat common. I wouldn't say that that is, like, you know, really common, but it's it's definitely there. And, and the thing is, is that, um, you know, there's some aspects of my life that I deal with every day that are really um, tough. And I don't know what, you know, what everybody else goes through in terms of being able to sit down and, and write and, and do those kind of things. This is actually the fundamental reason why I started the whole reciprocity project was because, like, hey, I'm, you know, an engineer, business entrepreneurship professor. I could build a platform. 
um, and that's what reciprocity.com is, is the E is written with a three. And I could build a platform to help me write, and I'm not the only one that's like this, so why can't I build something that actually helps other people uh, you know, deal with the challenges of writing when you've got you know various dis- different um, whether you call it a disability or mental health whatever you know um, I don't know what the heck you call it but um, you know you got these sort of different ways of thinking and I'm I'm a bigger fan of the um, you know the way that it's been reframed as of the last few years of neurodiversity because we all think differently we all have sort of different ways of thinking. Um, or how we actually think about things. And, and we need to have more things in place that allow that to occur. And we need, um, you know, and, and I think with the you know, various different technologies that we have available now, um, you know, we can build something that, that helps that. And that's what I'm, what I'm doing at this moment, sort of putting things together. Uh, go check it out if you have it. But, I, you know, the, the thing is, is... Um, I always kind of felt like an outsider even then because it was a struggle to, you know, read and pay attention. Um, you know, I certainly felt like I had friends and I belonged um, at that point until maybe about grade four, you know, and then, you know, growth and hormones and all that stuff starts kicking in and, and, and then you start feeling like much more of an outsider. Um, but, you know, coming back to the idea of the imposter syndrome is that this is really part of who you are. And I think that comes from being, um, you know, a neurodivergent person, right? That you don't think like the standard person, whatever the standard person is. I'm not a, I, the more that I have sort of studied things and, and thought about things is, averages and sort of how we depict normal is 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 not great um it is that's not like everybody's different and and normal is is not a great way to sort of view things so what we need to start start you know thinking is just being open with the fact that we all think differently um you know i forget everything I, like I cannot remember a darn thing, um, no matter what. You ask my wife; she she always thinks it's pretty funny. So I'm always forgetting, forgetting things like my wallet, and I forget where it is. And you can you can have all these checklists; it still doesn't work because um, you forget about the checklist, like like all of that kind of stuff, right? Um, I don't take any medication, and that's because I learned to deal with this, and I found out when I was much older, when I was 39. Um, that I was sort of dealing with this after sort of looking back and thinking, oh my God, like look at the, all of the pattern there and did the test and all that stuff. And the only test that I, I it was the only test that was really, um, you know, I can ace without thinking about it. So the, um, what I'm getting to is that we just need to destigmatize a lot of the stuff and know and, and sort of reassure people that, hey, um, a lot of us do feel like imposters. A lot of us feel like we're never going to belong or be the, you know, establishment. Um, a lot of us feel like we're just kind of looking from the outside in. Um, a lot of us, uh, no, uh, never, never, um, never quite feel like we are there. Um, 
and we'll ever get there. And, and that is okay, right? And we just have to simply just say, hey, you know what? That's, that's part of life and that's part of what we deal with. Um, that's okay. And it's okay to openly talk about these things, right? That, that there is, nobody's going to jump on you. Nobody is going to, um, you know, all of these kind of things. It's, it's hard for me to be open about that with other people in an open setting. But I think it's important for us to realize that this is just part of our life um, for all of us that sort of experience this. People that don't experience, they're never going to listen to this podcast anyways, right? Like, they're not. Um, they're, 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 they're too good, I guess, um, <laughs> to ever listen to it. So, but, you know, A, just learn that this is, I've had to come to a huge amount of acceptance in the last few years. Once that was, that was a real turning point of discovering this, um, and coming to a point of acceptance of like, Hey, this is me and this, this is okay. Uh, and, and, and I think we need to get to that point or you need to get to that point of just being like, Hey, this is me. All right, cool. Let's, uh, let's run, let's go. And let's figure out how to, uh, you know, deal with this. Um, there's that. And then the other thing to sort of deal with is, no, you're never going to feel like you fit in. Um, I've been, you know, I'm 42 years old now, been feeling like an imposter my whole life. Um, it's not, never going to go away. Um, and then the other thing to realize is that you just simply got to go through the motions. You just have to simply get up and go, um, get going, realize that, hey, there's going to be lots of times where you're going to miss out on all sorts of opportunities uh, because you're just, you know, you're, you're just not there, right? Like you're going to pass over those opportunities because of, of all of these things, right? You're, you're going to feel like you're not good enough. You're not going to feel like you're not quite there. And I used to think that I, and it does, I do get frustrated. I do get emotional um, and, and struggle with that in terms of dealing with it. But realize that when you go through, um, you know, all of this stuff and, and you get opportunities that you missed out and all those kind of things, um, don't necessarily take it out on, on you. No, it's just like, hey, that's just who you are. And that is okay. I mean, being... A good person matters more than absolutely anything than, like, that you're highly efficient and effective and all that crap, right? Like, I am so... And this is part of the thing that I realize of, like, uh, of being who I am at this moment is I've realized all of these self-help books, um, you know, 50 ways to memorize people's names or, you know... 50 ways of becoming an effective leader and, and all that stuff um, is a load of hogwash. An absolute lo load of hogwash. The memory aids, all those kind of things. It's just absolute hogwash. I don't believe in any of those things. Um, what I do believe in is, you know, having good, in, good sort of intention to do good things and being a good person, um, looking out for other people. But then on top of that, putting in 
um, systems in place that allow you to to take some of the load, cognitive load off of yourself, right? And having it part of a um, you know a social structure and part of um, who you are as in in doing this is your everyday thing, right? Like one of the most effective things that I've learned, or one of the most sort of New Year's the one of the best New Year's revolution uh, re- resolutions I've ever done is flossing my teeth and I just made it as like this is where I'm going to floss my teeth at the end of the night um, I'm going to do that once a day and, and that became a thing right like and it became like it's it's like I don't even think about it now I just do it uh, and you have to sort of have those kind of things that are just ingrained right like um, pilot checklists where airplane pilot checklists they work and they're really effective because they're part of a social process they're part of doing the things that you're doing and looking for little tricks like that. Um, they do work, but like all of the, um, you know, all, all of the sort of self, not all of them, a lot of the self-helpy stuff um, and, you know, leadership stuff, it's just hogwash. You just have to want to get up, be a good person, you know, be happy that you did that when you go to bed and, um, you know, give yourself a lot of forgiveness of dealing with the day-to-day. Um, so that's all I wanted to talk about is do yourself a lot of good, um, be a good person and, and, you know, give yourself a lot of grace when things don't work out the way that you thought it would and just be happy with who you are. All right. Take care and have a wonderful day.